Welcome to week nine of the Snap UK podcast. You know the drill by now. Several opinionated Brits sit around a table and throw out their thoughts regarding the week's action from the NFL. With me at the Inches household, I have Jim, Griff and Mr. Inches himself. Say hello. 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 No Gary this week. He was last seen loading a shotgun and a shovel into his car and asking directions to the Shanahan household in California, which was quite weird. Um, on a bye this week were the Lions, um, although they lost 27-14 to the bye week. Um, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and uh, what the fuck. Anyway, plenty to get to, as always, including our mid-season power rankings and some strange results that cropped up this week uh, to remind us that you just never know who might win on any given Sunday. So let's kick things off with Titans 28-16 Rams. No Henry, no problems. Uh, it turns out they're not a one-man team. No, they're really not. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's playing uh, at the level he played at last season. Um, <clears throat> Just above acceptable. Oh, now, come on. He, he is operating as a top 10 quarterback at the moment. He drops out of the top 10 every four or five games, and then he pulls back in. And as long as he's in that region, they're not a one-man team. Upper Dalton. That's harsh. I wouldn't. I mean, I'd agree with that. Upper Dalton. Not a chance. Dalton on a good day. Not a chance. Ryan Tannehill is far better on any given day than Andy Dalton for most of his career. Far better. Nah. Check the numbers. I would be willing to stake John's funky New York Giants jacket on it. Why are you betting my clothes? (laughs) Because I've turned up in my work gear and I can't give it away. I mean, as well, unless you want to set fire to uh, someone, you know, don't wear my funky jacket because it's, flammable. yeah, that it's, is. Uh, it's, it's just shell suit. I'm not, I'm not sure I want to be trapped in this room with you. Um, look, that aside, the Tannehill conversation aside, they utilised three or four running backs to make up for Derek Henry. Um, Adrian Peterson had like 12 carries for 21 yards. 10 carries, which can be fair. Which is not great. But he did have the touchdown, and it was a proper AP wriggle through five players on the goal line touchdown, which is fine. If they can at least punch the ball in once they've moved up the field, like they do with Derrick Henry, then the drop-off isn't as significant. There is no way that they can sustain drives like they have done over the course of the last few seasons without him. So it's going to be find other ways to win. We are. I mean, we're very focused here on the offense because the, the lack of Derrick Henry and the emergence of a top time 10 quarterback, sometimes Ryan Tannehill, apparently. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But it's the Titans defense we should be talking about yeah. because they have been, after starting the year pretty badly and us thinking, okay, this offense, Derek Henry's got to carry this team. They've won five on the trot. They've beaten, in that five, they've beaten the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and now the Rams. Like Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle, absolutely dominated the Rams' offensive line on, on Sunday. And, and Matt Stafford had one of his worst games. He just didn't have enough time. He almost pulled a Wentz and, and threw an interception, which should have been a safety, which almost went for a pick six and then scored, went on a touchdown later. He did and sprain then an the, ankle, though. I know, but then the next, the next, very next play he had, he then threw the pick six. This defense is it adjusts well to to who they're playing. It's why they beat the Bills because they're two safeties that sat deep. They took away the the long ball from from uh, Josh Allen, who likes to launch it. They forced him to play underneath, and they just destroyed him. And they 
you know, they've adapted to the Rams this time and it's, it's worked wonders. This, this is an interesting team to watch now, I think. There's, there's some players on that defence who I know they've been slowly building good, haven't they? They've had a INT yeah. in six games on the trot now. Um, but, like, Kevin Bayard has been one of the best safeties in the league. For a number of years. Yeah. I mean, if he was in Britain, his nickname would be Fort. <laughs> really? That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's my funding niche reference of the week. Thank you. I'll see you later. Wow. <laughs> they've got quite a lot of injuries at cornerback as well. So to do it with with the cast that they've got in the secondary and, and that um, that defensive line now, I think it's they've, they've registered, I think they're fifth in the league for sacks. They're, they're playing really well. And again, this is a game where you've got Aaron Donald, the best de- defensive tackle in the league right now, one of the best to ever play the game. And Jeffrey Simmons has completely quieted him down because we're all talk- everyone's talking about how good he was. And he was someone who they were mocked for for taking in the draft because he yeah, was injured. They, wasn't they took he? him in the first round and he was injured, but that was at a point where they had depth on the defensive line. You can afford to take a player who, all right, you're going to put on the bench for for a year. If he had been fit, he probably would have been a top ten pick. I was also pleased to see the reemergence of one touchdown this game, Jeff Swain. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, two touchdowns in his previous 60 games, was it? No, no. Th- oh, sorry, three touchdowns. This was the fourth career touchdown. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's nice to see him making a comeback after 60 games. But it shows that, you know, they've, they've, you have to compensate for AJ Brown, you have to compensate for Julio Jones, and that's where players like Jeff Swaim, who are, I'm going to say below the Dalton level at time. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Andy Dalton might be a better tight end no, than fair. Jeff Swain. I mean, a bit harsh, but possibly true. They may have the same number of receiving touchdowns. I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, sure it's entirely possible. I'm sure Dalton's but got one or two. At least Swain is a better tight end than Tebow. So we can say that. This is very So true. are you. You can you also, mean, yeah. He wants to say, like, the Titans are now nailed on to pretty much win this division. They're, they're Comfortably. a couple of games ahead of the Colts. In their last few games, and they've got the Saints up next week, they've got to play the Texans twice. They've got to play the Jaguars again. They've got to play the Dolphins. They've got to play the 49ers. So that's another nailed-on win. <laughs> um, and then also kind of the Saints and the Patriots and the Steelers, which might be hard, but you, you could see them winning out for the rest of the rest of the, uh, rest of of the the season. Okay, yeah. Um, well, the Rams' defeat was music to the ears of Cliff Kinkernuts as uh, his Cardinals team stole a march on the rest of the NSC West. Uh, by eviscerating the 49ers, 31-17. to 17. Let's go leave now. No, no, I've, the, the 49ers sucked. Over so to you, Jim. Cardinal, <laughs> Cardinals were without Kyler, uh, Hopkins, uh, and AJ Green. And JJ Watt. And JJ Watt, but it's okay, because they had Colt McCoy, <laughs> uh, James Conner. Colt McCoy, who coming into this game, had eight career wins. <laughs> He's been in the league since 2000. Wasn't he at the Giants last year? Yes, yes he was a where, backup. Where he um he backed up uh, Daniel Jones. He was at Washington as well for some time. Yeah. Uh, oh, years. Yeah. Five or six years. Um, he was started Browns, at the Browns. Yeah. I think it was 2008 or nine. He was. Oh, he's a proper journey. So eight, oh, yeah, yeah. eight uh, career wins. quarterback. And then, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If you look at the numbers, he, he wasn't hugely impressive. But he also didn't make any mistakes. Like, it was mistake-free football. And just allow the talent around you and the coaching, which... We should give credit to, we've been harsh on here, especially me, in the past about Cliff Clinkenuts and his inability to finish off games. Like, Nothing they would have fast starts and then do nothing else. But this was this was excellent. He out-Shanahan, Shanahan, and Shanahan, 
was extremely rigid and just stuck with a plan, and, and, and it clearly wasn't working. Jimmy G played okay, but you didn't utilise anything to, to, to make up for the lack of talent on the opposing team. Debo's injured, isn't he? Or is he... Uh He's not playing, is he? He was so, questionable going into the, into the, so, into the, the, the match, yeah. Um, Still racked up 63 yards. But, yeah, um, you are if you are really seeing a lack of depth in receivers at 49ers because, um, apart from Debo, Kittle was back this week. Kittle had his first lost fumble in his 58th career start. Yeah. And that was his first touch of the game, I seem to recall. Yeah. It wasn't ideal, did, but other than that, have, he played very did, well. He did have a touchdown, first touchdown for probably a year and a bit, I think, since uh, his injuries. Since week six of last season. Yep, so um, a while. But you had old man Josh Norman against Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk. Yeah. It's not a great look. Christian Kirk, by the way, threw a beautiful pass in this game. Absolutely beautiful. Can I, can I, can I go on my rant? Yeah. Uh, go. Go. I went to bed midway through the third quarter of this match, <laughs> which is a rarity for me on, on on a Sunday night. I normally stay up to watch the end of the end of the you know, nine nine twenty five games. I went to bed in disgust because I don't know what this team is anymore. Terrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, previous years you could lean on a really good defense and a decent running game. There, there's no identity. I don't understand what they're trying to have. What Shanahan's trying to do is it a passing team? Is it a, a strong defense and a running team. I don't know. They only ran the ball 11 times. And Elijah Mitchell's been playing really well, so I don't, I don't understand that. We haven't had as many injuries this year as we've had in previous years. That excuse is gone, although they are starting to build up now. The amount of times they, they threw a screen pass. Colt McCoy completed 22 of 26 passes, and a lot of those were screen passes. And we just couldn't tackle James Connor, who, yeah, he's an all right Running back, he's above the Dalton line, I, I would say, in terms of running backs. We're going to mention that for every game. Let's, <laughs> yeah. de- let's define every player, every by, player by, by, the the, by the Dalton line. But James Conner isn't Derek Henry. Let's not kid ourselves. He just like walks through, through our defence. You know, Benjamin bundled over Drake Patrick. Why is Drake Patrick playing? He's like a pickup off the, off the street when we lost Jason Verrett. Why is Jason Verrett in the team? He's injured. He's played six games in the last three years or something stupid like that. I don't understand where this team's going. It seems to be going nowhere this year, at least. So why the hell not just throw in Trey Lance now? Because Jimmy G's not going to be there next year, realistically. And if he is, then that's a complete and utter mindfuck. So why not now go, right, this season's done. We're, we're three and five. You know, the Cardinals are eight and one. The Rams are up there. Probably aren't going to lose very many more matches. In the NFC, it's really competitive. We're probably not going to get a wild card. Now is the time to actually think about, all right, let's not waste 2021. Let's use it for Trey Lance to get some experience and actually kind of you know start building a team again. Because we have to have a mini rebuild because we're just injured all over the place. The players that are coming in for the draft aren't getting games. Like our second round pick, Aaron Banks, was inactive. He's not played. He's one of the only second round picks not to have a start this year. So what the fuck's going on there? We're minus 44 in turnovers in the Shanahan era. Minus 44. That's the wow. most in the NFL. Wow. wow. That is horrendous. <laughs> We've lost 11 of the last 12 home games. You are worse at turnovers than Daniel Jones. Yeah, we are. It's worse yes. than the Giants. In that in that same period, it's I, worse than the Giants. And this is taking into account Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. 
I am laughing in Giants fan for the first time this season. <laughs> Quick, someone pass me some more coal to throw on the fire. We had yeah. the fifth best defense heading into Sunday's game, and it just got obliterated by good coaching with and like Colt McCoy had the game of his life. But let's face it, it's he didn't Sun- have to do much, did he? Sunday, Colt McCoy, uh, sorry, Kyler Murray's out, DeAndre Hopkins out, AJ Green's out, JJ Watts out. All right, I didn't think it was going to be a walkover, but I thought, sure as hell, we're going to fucking win this with that with our defense. Nice of them to not show up when they when they could have ran over. Okay, so currently in the conference, so in the race for the wild card, the Niners are eleventh overall out of sixteen, but tied on win percentage with uh, the two teams above them, and only one game back from the next two teams, which are the Panthers and the Falcons. So they're not out of the wild card race. How do you turn it round? Now, what do you do we this week? Because Trey Lance is not the answer for getting a wild card spot. I don't believe. No, but I mean, let's be realist. We need we need some leadership on the team. We've lost Richard Sherman, DeForest Buckner, who are two incredible leaders on on, on that defense. We've lost Robert Salah, who you know invigorated that defense with passion. That passion seems to have gone. And like, I don't think I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can bring it an offense because he's just too timid a, a person. Like You look at what Justin Fields did in the Chicago game, you're like, oh, kid played bloody well. And in his interview, he seemed like he actually controlled, controlled himself and, and looked like a leader. I've never seen that from Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, so where's where are the leaders on, on this team? I think they have to think about, in the off-season, going out and bringing some leaders. In terms of what they can do now, I just don't know. It's... Think what you want to do. What does what the, what do you want this team to be? Is it a running game? Is it a passing game? Is it a strong defense and playing that? Because at the moment, I can't tell you what this team is. So, Balky and Shanahan are guaranteed at least one more year. Lynch, at least what? Lynch and Shanahan. Uh, sorry, Lynch and Shanahan are guaranteed at least one more year, right? Probably, yeah. So, would you accept sacrificing this season to give Trey Lance time? Yeah, absolutely. Knowing that they're going to draft again and go again. Well, they're not. I mean, we we don't have a first round pick next year. Okay. Or the year after. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> Giants fan laughing again. You know what? Like, we have two, don't we? They do. Yeah. yeah. There is a lot invested in Trey Lance. Probably very high ones. <laughs> and, you know, you, when you've got a new quarterback, you can go one or two ways. You can throw him at the deep end, and either it works or it doesn't. Peyton Manning versus, I don't know, Sam Darnold. Or you can sit them behind an experienced quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes did it behind Alex Smith, like Aaron Rodgers did, did behind Brett Favre. The difference there is Alex Smith and Brett Favre were nailed on starters and you knew they were going to play well and you knew they were going to get their teams into the playoffs. Can you look at me and say, look, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is... Where is he on the Dalton line? Because I'm saying he's bang below he's, it right now. He's in the middle because he's up and down every week. Some weeks he's really right. quite good. The, the the problem you've got is... I think we had him in the uh, early 20s. Yeah, when we did he's, the he's the lower Dalton level. Yeah, though. exactly. Okay, but the problem you've got is he still represents your best chance of making the playoffs and because the, the, the season is one game longer, you've got a realistic shot of making it. The guy who two years ago won, won the NFC Championship. Yeah. yeah. But I don't put think off the back it's of a not, running game and, we're, and like we've got no running game at the moment now That's as well. the thing. I think, yeah. I think you, you need to find your identity again yeah. and what it was was a really clever running game where basically he seemed like you could pick a bloke out of the crowd yeah. and make them into a running back, we used, and that isn't happening anymore. We used four, two fourth-round picks to trade back into the third round to pick up Trey Sermon. 
Anyone seen Trey Sermon this um, year? Is he not had some sort of disagreement with the team about like fumbles and the way he was being used? I, I, I gather there's been some noise about that. Okay, so it, the, the the team as well. Like you saw, you've lost Richard Sherman on the defence and replaced it with Josh Norman, who. Um, uh, I, I, stupid bloody penalty! Stupid penalty! Um, mm. uh, arguing with his own team. I mean, yeah. he'll he'll get cut. Oh, yeah, I think he, he will be cut. He's he, not good enough. He's to a keep. cut candidate. You yeah. cannot make problems for yourself although, like that when you're not that good anymore. Although what I want to see is someone is a Del Beckham join a Cardinals or a Seahawks, <laughs> so we do get Beckham and Norman fighting again. God. Um, and as well, if it's the Seahawks, it just means they'll plummet again, which would be a great laugh. Um, One thing I just want to pick up on this is how good Arizona's defense is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I mean, good. Yeah. yeah, Don't get me wrong. I actually... Isaiah Simmons is fantastic. He's a first-round defensive pick. Jordan Hicks, as a middle linebacker, is one of the better ones. Marcus Golden got 10 sacks last season for the Giants. Chandler Jones has led the league in sacks in previous years and is a yeah. you know, all-pro. Butter Baker's the highest-paid safety yeah. in the league. Robert Alford is a cornerback, played in the Super Bowl for yeah, the Falcons. absolutely. I don't, I don't think pieces. we should take anything away from the Cardinals because they were, they were absolutely the better team on, on Sunday, both on offense and defense. But I, I also think that we didn't give them a game. I think the scoreline flatters the Is that Buda Baker's fourth interception of the season? I don't think he's had any in his first three yeah, seasons. Yeah, and he had four in he's been this season already. Yeah, I thought it was very disappointing from the Niners. I expected a lot more. So is Shanahan on any sort of hot seat? Not yet. Yeah. Or is he just too invested? I think he's on a warm seat. I think he's got another season. I had that once. Yeah. Um, I think he's got another season. but uh, And I think that's a good reason enough for playing Trey Lance now. So we go into 2022, he's got a bit of experience under his belt. He learns the, the playbook and then hopefully we can see a big step forward in 2022. Cool. You couldn't take a big step forward when you were on the... When you no, were on no. The <laughs> I've never taken a big step forward anywhere. <laughs> They're all very small steps. So despite trading away defensive stalwart Von Miller uh, last week, the Boncos came to play on Sunday. Thank you. And Vic, <laughs> Vic Fangio's guys... Put up their all-round best performance of the season, possibly in quite a long while, as they shocked the Cowboys to take a 30 nothing lead before some garbage-time Dallas points made it 30-16. Uh, what can we say about this one? Uh, is it... Are, are we... If I were are, the we Cowboys, seeing the, the, are we seeing some, something that, that you know the Cowboys might not be all that, or is it just one of those weeks? It's one terrible week. Uh, it was Dak coming back off an injury. He looked reasonably fit, but I would just ignore it. Go back to what you were doing before. It's it's one bad game. It's the it's the largest home deficit for Dallas since two thousand and one. Uh, it's just one of those freak games. It's it. I would just ignore it. It's. It was great from the Broncos' point of view. Like, like this who? was ex- the Broncos. It was it was exactly the sort of performance you need. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater sixth rushing touchdown in the last two years. He only had four in his first five seasons in the league, uh, and he's also thrown uh, six consecutive games with the touchdowns, which is the first time he's done that as a as a professional as well. So he's functioning at the Dalton line or just above the Dalton line. In in the good region, so he's currently outperforming Jimmy Garoppolo and people oh, like this. Hell yeah, yeah. And and when he does that, 
the team functions with this dual running back, uh, Williams and Gordon, which I think works really well. Yeah. And and they actually look good, but the problem is every third week they suddenly forget how to score points. That's going to be their problem is can they be consistently good on offense? Look, this is a team with an identity. Like It's a good defense. It hasn't been great up until this week. Um, but it's got a lot of uh, a lot of good players on it, despite kind of Von Miller leaving, and they run the ball well. They keep they don't make mistakes. Like the, the two running backs, I mean, yeah, Melvin Gordon probably got you know a little bit more tread left to go. But you know, Javante Williams next year is going to be their number one running back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and he's going to be a top ten pick in fantasy. Yeah, he's he's the next CJ Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, full title, Cordrell. <laughs> No, Super no, Bowl winning. Super Bowl winning. CJ Anderson. I'd love him. <laughs> You've forgotten your own lines. Uh, <laughs> no. See, yeah. I was saying over the last few weeks, I thought Vic Fangio was probably done. If they make the playoffs in this division that they're in, this in this conference, the then, then you can't get rid of him. I, I think it's a bit of a fallacy because I don't think he is a very good head coach. I think he's a very good defensive coach. And then the offense, when it contributes, the team looks very good. I'm not sure that he's the right person, but he might be. He might be enough to get them through this year in this division. It's crazy. They're, are they all on f- either they're five and four? F- they're yeah. all on five wins. Five and four, or, or five so, and yeah, three. Yeah, uh, the Chargers and, and Raiders are five and three, and Kansas and Denver are five and four. If they go on the upswing, the Raiders are going to go on the downswing. Now we'll talk about them. Mm. I think still a contender. Bridgewater is serviceable. Bridgewater is the Dalton level. Yes, it's now uh, it's yeah. now the Bridgewater level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Williams and Gordon is a great one-two punch. They've got Judy back. Yeah, Courtland Sutton, Patrick. Tim Patrick was great. Yeah, mm. yeah Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, and Courtland Sutton. They get Hamler back next year as well. The defense is stacked. Like they've, they've actually got cornerbacks. Yeah, they've yeah. got cornerbacks. If I'm uh, if I'm their general manager going into the draft. I am seriously. I'm ringing up Green Bay. I'm saying, how much? What do you want for Aaron Rodgers? I'd be ringing up every team and going, "What can you give us for Drew Locke? I'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bag of balls. Seriously, you put that's what he is. You put you put a top ten quarterback in that team, and I think it just sings. I agree. Um, did anybody see happen to see the Denver time of possession in this game, which also massively contributed to their win? The highest time of possession they've had since 2005. Yes, 41 minutes and 12 seconds they had the ball for, which is no wonder the Cowboys couldn't even get on the field to play. It was it's just one of those freak games. The Cowboys should just move on because I still think they're one of the best teams. Cowboys were 5 and 13 off a third down, and a lot yeah. of that was actually in the, in the in the fourth quarter. Mm. They were one, yeah, at one the, point they were one of nine. Yeah, it was terrible. They were just had they had a bad day. You're right. Forget it. But this is their bogey team. Denver have won seven straight against Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, um I mean, was I don't know if anyone was um the the left tackle. No, Tyron it, Smith. Tyron Smith. No, he's out. Yeah. Or I don't Dak and Zeke and everyone, they just get a they dart as effective about him. Um no, yeah. no team would be. Did you know uh, the last time the Atlanta Braves won the World Series, which they've just done, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl, nineteen ninety five. The same. I still wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out that happening. No, neither would I. I will. As a Giants fan, Dallas going down, Giants going up. Well, it's it's strange. The prophecy actually. is coming true. Um, <laughs> friend of the show, Nat Coombs. Um, You're uh, about as much of a prophet as Mystic Meg, by the way. Mystic Smeg. 
a couple of weeks ago, a uh, friend of the show, Nat Coombs, he did a thing basically uh, on college because like college playoff style, and yet they had to p- they had to pick their top four teams. Basically, what power rankings? Yeah, power ranking. But yeah, they only did the top four, and each week I've been looking at it since, and I still the Dallas Cowboys. To, I was, I think they're the, a top four team still. They're just. It's just, as you say, it's a bad week. Well, we'll find out we'll when find we get out. to the end of the show. In the words of Dane Bowers and Victoria Beckham, <laughs> you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's this week's Sedaton Land. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the Cleveland, Bow- Cleveland Browns released OBJ this Cleveland week. Cleveland Browns? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the Give air- him a script. <laughs> Look what he does. He trips up all over it. And the yep. Look, I don't get to speak often because uh, normally... Uh, I just sit behind the, the behind the screen. Behind the buttons. So, you know, now I, I'm getting to <laughs> ruin it all for so you. So what you're saying is now Gary's not here, you can get a word in edgeways. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Cleveland Cleveland Browns released OBJ and the air of toxic, t- toxicity seemed to vanish as the Browns crushed the Bengals 41-16 to 16 on the back of some impressive defending and Nick Chubb's legs. Um, this was... This was very impressive from the Browns, wasn't it? This was it? as dominant as it gets over a divisional opponent. They were absolutely smoking the Bengals. Now, let's not forget, the Bengals at one point were the top seed. Two weeks ago, they were the top seed in the they AFC. Beat the Ravens. And, and now they're we bottom of this them. division, yeah. this which shows you... division, isn't it? it? We'll see when we get to the power rankings again. But I said to John, all the teams between sort of 8th and 20th, you can pretty much throw a dart at a board and, and you'll get it right. Isn't the top seed changing in the AFC every week now? Yes, Basically, yeah, I think more or less. I think by Sunday night it had become the Tetons and they won, which was the first time they sort of... Yeah, that's we've it. Ha- we're, you know, we've held top seed. We, we should uh, say Nick Chubb was the main reason why they were so dominant. Yeah. He had 137 yards and a touchdown. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. It absolutely, like, at one point, he, he just strolled away from, from the Bengals. It was brilliant, but he now has COVID. Yes. He could still play on Sunday, though. He's yes. vaccinated. He is vaccinated. Well, we're, and we'll get to the vaccination conversation, I'm sure. Um, Do you know who else has got COVID? Demetric Fulton. It is Demetric Fulton. I was hoping for a, a, a metric scale update at some point today. So, uh, Paul will be, <laughs> will be sorting that out for us. <laughs> one reception, 22 yards, Paul. We don't want it in yards, do we? No, oh, no I'm just giving him the, the stats. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, so Joe Mixon. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk Joe Mixon. Turns out he's got COVID seventeen point three seven. Sorry. Oh my god, that's both, that's both thumbs this week you've used to get things in. Well, well done though. Um, yeah, Joe Mixon is he? Is he now? reaching the point where we can say he is playing at his potential because there's been a lot of criticism over a couple of seasons where people have said he's playing below par for what his talent should be and I think now he looks every bit the lead running back lead receiving back like he is the go-to man for Burrow when everybody's concentrating on Jamar Chase this I'm wondering if the Chase thing has helped bring Joe Mixon out of his himself possibly it absolutely has because you know in the last couple of weeks, the Jets and the Browns have committed two defenders to, to Jamar Chase, and that's how they, they've quite. I think he's had something like 70 yards over the last two games, which compared to the rest of the season, his season is pretty bang average. But I will say, this, the Bengals' offensive line still isn't very good. Yeah. Like, uh, Burrow is still scrambling a lot. He's still under pressure a lot. 
And that also affects the, the running game as well. I think Joe Mixon is better than what his stats are saying. Um, I think get a good interior lineman into in Cincinnati, and I think you'll, you'll see him excel and probably go on to another level. But I think he, I still think he's a, he's a top-tier running back. I see, uh, speaking of linemen, that uh, the Browns re-signed Teller today, the yeah. right, right guard. Guard, yeah. Uh, and their point being that they, they've realised that, okay, we dominate through the run game, we must keep this line together, because yeah. when you have a bad line, look what happens. Their seasons for the past ten years before yeah, well, exactly. twenty five years, yeah. before. but I, I think that's a great thing to do to 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 commit to that player. I still think Baker's going to get his deal. Like he was fourteen of twenty one, two hundred eighteen yards and two touchdowns. That's just efficient. It's not great, but he doesn't need to be anything other than efficient. And and when he spoke after the game and he was asked about Beckham, he just said, "No problem. He's gone. We're moving on. He's moving on. I haven't spoken to him, but." Hopefully everything's cool, and it was just it was just leadership. It was fine. He's handled himself really well the last couple of weeks with it because you know Beckham's dad basically winded him up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't see I was, a Beckham senior video of the Browns winning without Beckham. No, no bizarrely, um, yeah, it's, Baker's uh, had five games with a hundred passer rating in his career. Four of those games without Beckham. And the one where Beckham played, he had no receptions. So I think there's a couple of things there. Yeah, he's better without Beckham, but a lot of those stats are when Freddie Kitchens was the head coach. So I think you can you can wipe those off. Well, yeah. What I will say is the whole you mentioned kind of Baker's conducted himself really well over this this whole OBJ thing. I think the whole organization has conducted yeah. themselves yeah. well. Like past Browns team probably would have bent over backwards to try and keep try and keep Beckham as a star as a well supposed star player. Stefanski uh, and the general manager, Andrew Barry, have gone, he's not important. We seem to play better without him, irrespective of what I just mentioned about Freddie Kitchens. Just get rid of him. Fine, he's yeah. gone. I mean, I know he, there was no guarantee money anymore, but they have still saved themselves $26 million as well over the and length of his contract. some hassle. And a lot of hassle. Lot of hassle. It, it, it's just more hassle than he's worth. You see it in basketball from time to time. Players move for big money, and it just doesn't work even on a decent team because... They are divas, is effectively what they are. And he is a diva. Years ago, um, Colin Coward described Beckham as the icing on the cake. Like, you don't need it. It's just there to make it taste a bit better. But the team plays brilliantly and is the cake. And then you just throw him on the top and he's there and he'll make a highlight play. And that's all he's ever done. We're still talking about a catch from 2016. He's never recovered from his injuries. Which means... Never been the same player. Five years now, he's been dining out on that catch. I know he was he was very good in New York, but he was the last, also trouble. He was trouble. The last two years were injury plagued. Um, I mean, he, you know, he was front and center on the picture of the boat. Let's not forget that. Yeah, the uh, the the start of the the new downfall for the Giants. Exactly. We, so yeah, it's he he. I I I I look forward to seeing where he goes because um, I think it could be. Do you not think there's a chance trouble. he he pulls a cam here and just doesn't go anywhere. Potentially, yeah. I think any any team that's like he says he wants to go content to a contender. Now most of oh, the shit. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> most of the teams who are in contention, air quotes, um I want a fit next wife. That <laughs> doesn't mean I'll get one. <laughs> most teams who are in contention have got a leading receiver. So yeah. he's got to go somewhere where he's happy being he's the gonna second have to, or third Yeah, choice. he's gonna have to be like Antonio Brown. Yeah. Take what you're given. Yeah. I mean also yeah. isn't he He's not going to come out and say, I really want to go to the Lions. Is he? The Lions could do with him. <laughs> yeah. 
But I don't. I can't see him but, doing uh, that. You know, if I was the Lions, no way would he's going to want to be back in New York, Los Angeles, somewhere. Vegas. Uh, according, yeah. according to Twitter, the he wants to go to the Packers. Oh well, good. I'm not sure the Packers need him, but uh, you know they've already got a dickhead. Uh, yeah, at this point in his career, where does he fit in between Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, and Alan Lazard? Because he's not a team player like Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, and they've already got a star wide receiver. Exactly. Treatment this room. Is, this, that's exactly. <laughs> it. Can you imagine him at the Packers? We should, on a positive note, point out that DPJ rather than OPJ was amazing. Uh, two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. I mean, to be fair, the surname is hyphen, so technically he's just DP. <laughs> and DP for the win. So <laughs> Absolutely. D- I'm a big fan of DP. I've heard about oh, this. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. you, look, you look at this whole game plan, and this is the Browns have been like this all season. They run the ball a lot, you know, 23 carries for 153 yards. They pass the ball equally amount. They had 14 completions. Of those 14 completions... The amount is spread around. Like Jarvis Landry had the most completions; he had three. Yeah, three eleven yards. Yeah, like it he's not back to up to speed yet. No, he's not. But, but that's the point. Is it goes? Baker Mayfield is accurate. He passes it to lots of different players. The player who's open gets the ball. Yeah, there's no. There was no chemistry between between Beckham and and Baker Mayfield, which is why he didn't get the ball. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I, I'm. I say going back. I, I'm. Really impressed with the Browns this week. Like it was all that sort of thing has. We've seen trouble in other teams, and it's affected them. And they've not. They've moved on quickly. Before you take us into the next game, pick me. Would have been such a nice segue Pick me team. the playoff. The the team out of these two that makes the playoffs. Like at the end of the season, who's in and who's out of the Browns and the Bengals? Browns in, Bengals out. Um, I think the Browns are going to finish ahead of the Bengals. Yeah, I would say the same. And me, but do we? Does anybody think they both make the playoffs? Bearing in mind yeah. the Ravens that, seem likely to make it. I mean, and the Steelers are currently top of the division. Yeah, like I said, I I think the Bengals are going to miss out. I Can think we just go to one of the other divisions and go. Thanks for playing. No, the AFC South maybe. Yeah, no, I I um of all of the four teams, I know when we get to our power rankings. Um, there may be disagreements, but I think the Bengals are the weakest. I think it will come down to experience as well. I yeah. think the coaching is the weakest. I, I think he's Zach Taylor's been a lot better. But yeah, yeah, potentially you're right. I think it's going to come down to Zach Taylor and Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And, and I, I think I know there's only one winner. Contest, yeah. Though, yeah. Yeah. So um, has any team in history had three weeks worse than the Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, first Gruden, uh, which we've discussed. We mentioned briefly uh, Henry Ruggs last week because we weren't sure of details. Details have emerged. We don't need and, to talk about it. Uh, well, well, let's let's say let's just say what we know. He was involved in a fiery crash with um, uh, another party who has passed. He was uh, 156 miles an hour, 127 miles an hour when he collided. Uh, a gun was found in the car. His girlfriend, who was a, was a passenger, I believe, is seriously injured. Um, he has been released. Um, Not from custody, though. By the Raiders. By the Raiders. Um, so, that's... We don't, won't go into the gory details, but that's just what's happened. Um, as well, Arquette uh, has also been released... <laughs> Um, 
Second round pick? Second round oh, pick. The end of the first round. First round oh, end of the first These round. These two were both picked in the first round the same year. Oh, I mean, that's that's not good. So he was basically caught uh, on film threatening someone's life with a gun. Yeah. Uh, you got to go. Yeah. You can't do that. You've no. got to go. Um, your name's Tyreek Hill? I don't think he was ever caught on film. No. Someone with a gun. Uh, I think... But I, your point is the, the, the point is valid. That means just because there are other scumbags who got away with it doesn't mean this guy shouldn't get what's coming to him and that is the loss of his job, you know, and any legal proceedings that follow. Um, as well, they also lost to the Giants. Um, <laughs> hey. And let's... We're respectable now. 23-16. I mean, let's... Uh, so only one team has not scored 30 points since the start of 2020. It is us, New York Giants. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter because in the last three games, we've only conceded an average of 13 points. So if, if we can win, if we can score 14, we're fine. So evaluate the Giants' defence first. That's what I think. Superb. Getting better they, every week? Good. Yep, complete. Yeah, I think as well, it's almost a shame that they've got the bye week because I think it's nice to, the momentum, I think we're getting better. But I, I think um, if we can build on this, I mean, uh, Derek Carr, longest play of the game. 24 yards to um, Waller. Bradbury covered Waller superbly. Um, and Xavier McKinney, uh, two interceptions, one returned for a score. First pick six. First pick six. Second, second two interception game, although the first one was in like a 30-16 loss or something ridiculous. This was a, he jumped the route beautifully as well. Yeah. Like Carr just did not see him. No, it was um the yeah the pass rush confused him and McKinney just uh, yeah. got in there beautifully. I, I mean, I mentioned Jeffrey Simmons who, who's been having a good year. I think Leonard Williams seems to be getting better every time we, every time we see him. It's a great yeah. signing. You can build a defense around a player like that if he's playing to that sort of that sort of potential. Um, Quitty Pay, um, five five and a half uh, sacks as well. So he's a top rookie. Uh, so doing well. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, the defense is great. Um, Devontae Booker is doing fine. 50 plus scrimmage yards in five consecutive games. That is the longest streak of his career. Yep. Shock. Um, he, he's done well he's as done the well. fill in for Sack One. I, I don't I think, think you could have asked much more. I would like to see them used one as two. a one two punch. Absolutely, where I was going. You've got to give Sack One rest. You cannot. It's a bit like the Panthers are going to find with McCaffrey. They need to keep playing Tuba Hubbard, and you guys need to keep. Devontae Booker or someone I, in I, rotation. I think Booker D has earned himself a contract here completely. Yeah, I agree. He's been playing really yeah. well. I mean, yeah, he's done. I mean, you know, we had Devontae Foreman last year, who was Devontae Freeman, even yeah. not Dante Foreman. No, I'm not Dante Foreman. We're not that desperate. <laughs> a mixture of the, the mixture of the <laughs> two. You had Dion Lewis was that two years ago? Last year. Oh, last year. Last year, last year as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah. last. I, I think you, but I don't think these players ever get enough work. I know Sakwan is the explosive player. But he's also injury prone. And again, McCaffrey is the other example where you bring them back, you lean on them, they play well for four games and then they're injured again yep. because that's all you do is feed them the ball. You, you've got to learn. You've got to learn from these mistakes. Yes, he's brilliant, but there's no point in being brilliant if he's on your bench or, or in your treatment room. Yeah. yeah. So keep Booker because I think he's played really well. I also think you, know, you can scheme more with Kadarius Tony as well and he can take more you know, run, running plays. Yeah. He's passing plays as well. Yeah, he, he's... 
Um, the wide receiver unit's really good, but it needs to all be on the field at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and Galladay played, was probably our lead receiver this week, but he's coming back from an injury. Tony's also coming back from an injury. He was used more as a Evan gadget. Evan Ingram was the lead Evan receiver. Ingram. Yeah, an amazing touchdown catch. Yeah. Oh, superb. Brilliant. Was that his first touchdown of the season? Yeah. Probably, I mean, yeah. T- it's the first time I've seen him catch a ball this season. Uh, he's a player who needs a bit of love. He needs a bit of love. He needs an arm round. Do you not just does he not well, remind you of our favourite tight end, Eric Ebron? Yeah. Yes. He's, he, I mean, well, he, he's not going to get a participate the Eric the Evan Ingram participation award. <laughs> no, because he, he he's always injured. He barely say, participates. I'd like to see him participate a bit more often. Evan Ingram is playing for a contract next year. It's just the contract will be not in New York. Yeah, I could see him going somewhere else. See, you before the season started, John was quite happy that. Kyle Rudolph would sign for the Giants because it meant more Rudolph, less Ingram, bit of progress at tight end. Ingram is is outplaying Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, he is. And this is the problem. You could end up here with no tight end and you've got to find another one. Yeah. And then we know that rookie tight ends, unless you're Kyle Pitts, and even we're going to get to that, not every week, they're not always brilliant. And so if you can get the most out of Eminem Ingram, he's worth a year's extension to see can he stay fit and play. That, this is going to be a conundrum because is, I, yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting him to outperform Kyle Rudolph. I'm sure, Jimmy Graham will probably be free next year. He <laughs> won't be free. It'll be like it'll be about eight million um, to just stand like a statue and move like a glacier. Um, this is the first time as a Giants fan this season I've come away from a game satisfied. I realize we've won really, three games. Well, what else happened? I didn't think I didn't think we were bad. No, I didn't think you were bad at all. John and I were watching bits of the game. The thing is, watching on Red Zone, I think you rarely saw it because I think we were quite, um, uh, I think both teams struggling to move it. Um, And basically, we didn't really see it until Leonard Williams' fumble recovery. Uh, off car right at the end to, Do you to know win why the game. We didn't see a lot of the Giants. This is this is the the biggest problem at the moment. Uh, the passing yards discrepancy. Yeah. So Las Vegas had two hundred eighty six passing yards. Want to guess what the Giants had? One hundred and ten. Try again. Well, he had one hundred and ten yards, but ninety six. Ninety six. You take off passing the, yards. Uh, yeah. You take off the, the for the sacks. That, it's that's that's a problem. It's a problem with. As well, we have, we, we have a yeah. very s- bend and break defense as well. We we sort of let teams move very slowly through our team, and then when we get to the red zone, we absolutely dis- we actually crush them. Yeah. And it, it was an off day for Daniel Jones, but we've seen him have good days this year, yeah. even yeah. in losses. He's, the he's the turnovers are coming back slightly. To start yeah. the season, I think through the first six games, he only had two turnovers, and then in the last three games, he's had six. He, he now has the uh, most fumbles lost in a player's first three seasons since who, between 96 and 98? Anyone? 96 and 98. Yeah, yeah it's a long time ago. I'm not even sure half of you will know who the player is. Tony Banks had 21. Oh, the Jags. No. Ravens? Ravens. Ravens. He had 21. Uh, But that aside, actually progressing as a player, I think Daniel Jones is is making the right steps. His ceiling is going to be Bridgewater. Yeah. I think he might be at his ceiling. I think he's at his ceiling. Treading water. (laughs) 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 Daniel Jones is going to be the league's best backup quarterback next year. I don't think he is. I think he's going to be the giant starter. I'm not sure. I think he has gone past 
Eli Manning and Phil Sims for the most games with a hundred plus passer rating in the first three seasons. Yeah, I mean that's a misleading stat. It, 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 it it is. Is. Stats can yeah. prove anything. That's what we're yeah. learning. Anyway, should we move? Should we move on? Um, the AFC wild card oh, race. On, just to say, the Raiders are on a bye week last week. Uh, next week, their record coming off bye weeks is three and sixteen in the last nineteen years. Yeah, they've lost the last five coming off the, off the bye. Last five years. Well, good Not luck. Played them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the AFC wildcard race is a weekly lucky dip, and as of this week, the New York New New England Patriots are right in the hunt for their fifth, sixth, or seventh spot. They coated to a twenty-four-six win over the Panthers, and doesn't old Bill love playing Darnold? Um, oh my God! It, it was <laughs> if I hadn't have been if I'd have been colorblind, I'd have assumed Darnold was still in green playing for the Jets. Was it was it uh, picks on three consecutive passing attempts? It was certainly close to that. It it was horrendous from Darnold. It was it was bad as bad as he has been at any point in the league. This was it. This was his worst game of the season. He, it, it, oh my word! It was. I'm seeing ghosts again. Is it he, was is bad. He, is he the ultra rare double bust? I don't think. He, I don't think. I think that's harsh. But I think he's also played himself out of being a Panther next season. He started yeah. off so. Like Bridgewater did this last year with the Panthers, didn't he? He started off really well. And what's the what's and he just the tailed off? What's Matt the rule? What is the. Uh, you know the combining factor. Christian they McCaffrey both started. They both started game <laughs> the season with Christian McCaffrey, and then quickly lost him. But McCaffrey was back this week. Fifty-two rush yards, fifty-four receiving yards. Yeah, okay, so not game-breaking stuff. But playing New England with Bill Belichick, who knows Sam Darnold inside you, out. You know the Belichick has spent about three him. weeks just rubbing his hands together. Going, he well, got this one. <laughs> I believe yeah. at one point he almost smiled this week. <laughs> It, Almost. It was uh, the JC Jackson pick. Yeah, so, uh, it made him Gilmore, give him a bit of a grin. You know the Gilmore pick had it a grimace on the gas. inside, and and the Gil he Gilmore had clearly seen that route before. Like he was running that route better than the receiver, and he picked it. And I I had already said uh, to my colleague at work, oh, we've had this really good player signed to the other team. He's guaranteed a pick six this week. Well, he didn't get a pick six because McCorkle tracked him down and pulled him down. And fair play for yep. that because he was right in there. And, but then the Jackson pick, incredible. He just disappeared up the field. Like, who's the fastest player on the Panthers? Robbie Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he didn't. He just couldn't. He dive full Stone length. Hands and, Anderson. Stone hands <laughs> Anderson could not get him. And and you just knew from that point that's it. The Panthers are done because Darnold just collapsed. And and this is the story of his career. Once he's in a bad rhythm, it's confidence. He just goes downhill. How many great quarterbacks, Brett Favre is the example, throw terrible picks, and then the next play they come out, and it's brilliant. It's a 40-yard bomb. Darnold goes the other way. He throws a pick, and then he throws another pick, and another pick, and he falls apart. But there's a difference. To, and I, I, mean this as a, I mean this as a positive. It's not going to sound it. <laughs> Brett, Brett, Favre is, Brett Favre is an arrogant ass. Yeah, I see what you're saying, and yeah. Of course I'm going to be fine the next time I do it, because I'm the best quarterback in the league. Sam Darnold's going to come out and go, oh, God, I hope this doesn't happen again. Just it's no, the it, character. It is. It's. It, it, the, I think. I think Donald has the talent, but he lacks the mentality to be a uh, starting quarterback in the at the moment. I think he's too something. Fragile. He's way too fragile. I think. I think three years at the Jets has absolutely ruined him. 
I'm sad to say. Would most people? Yeah, but yes, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna. Um, you the know, Sanchez route. We're gonna see the same with Wilson in three years when yeah. he's playing for. It's gonna be identical. probably someone like the Panthers because someone's thought he's young, much like Donald. You know, Donald's still young. I mean, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's so sad. Uh, but yeah, um, I think five years ago people were crying out to please let us finish at the bottom of yeah, the table so we can get Sam Darnold. Let's remember he's still one of the youngest players in the league. But yeah, sink for Sam. But neither of these two situations that he's been put in have done anything to help him. And you, you're saying about Daniel Jones being the best backup in the league. Sam Darnold's going to fade into obscurity. He's not going to be anybody's good backup. He's just going to. He's going to bounce around a few teams because people are going to think they can fix him. But as soon as he throws a pick, it's over. Like, he has nothing left to back himself up Is with. he turning into Sammy Testaverde? <laughs> well, yeah, you should, by the way, have a look at Vinny Testaverde's stats over his first three seasons. He threw something like 17 touchdowns and 48 interceptions in his first three years. It was, it was bad. Like Sam Darnold. Yeah, it, it, it's not good. For Sam Darnold, uh, he's had... He's played effectively the two most informed defenses um, in the, over the last three weeks, yeah. being the, Patriots, the Giants. The Patriots' defense got twenty points Page. in fantasy. By the way, they <laughs> they were uh, they they were brilliant to watch. Right. They just confu- They they kept mixing it up. They you know it's a Bill Belichick they, wet dream to play yeah, Sam yeah. Darnold. It really but, is. But, but, Sam Darnold, who's had ten ints in the last six games. Yeah. After he had one in the first three, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was playing so well. He's yeah. like, you're right. It's confidence. It's, it's confidence just goes. I um, mean, you talk about the, the Patriots' defense. I mean, even their offense was tackling well. That that, yeah. that haul down by Mac Jones after he the ball. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. 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 I, I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> well, he got in, he's got in trouble for that, hasn't yeah, he? Because yeah. the guys, um, right. <laughs> the Panthers, the Panthers. Yeah, you can't def- twist someone's leg and just no. hold on to them like that. But but do you know, in it, the Patriots' he, locker room, they'd have said, "That's brilliant. What oh, a yeah. great move!" Absolutely. Jones has said he thought the bloke had the ball. Yeah. So that's all, you know, yeah. that's unfair. He, you know, I'd have done the same. Um, with your eyes closed, like yeah. he did, probably. Yeah. You'd but, never um, be able to reach that far. Yeah. No. For the, I don't think um, he's being mentioned enough because, uh, you know, JC Jackson is obviously getting mm. the INTs. Matt Judon is uh, ever, pressure, every pressure, penny. Pressure. Most pressures, yep. um, most. He's. He seems to be everywhere on the field. I love what Jim. He's he's out high towering high tower who used to be everywhere on the field. Um, see if you can fill in the blanks here. I'm guessing you guys may have read this as well. But uh, only three rookies since 1970 have five or more wins, ten or more passing touchdowns, and two thousand or more pass yards in their first nine career games. Mac Jones is one. Who are the other two? Peyton Manning. No, uh, he had a terrible miss. So um, five plus wins, ten plus touchdowns, and two thousand plus pass yards in fi- in their first nine career Cam games. Dak, Andrew Dak. Luck, yes, because he was phenomenal. When he's Andrew Luck time. and Dak Prescott and McCorkle Jones. <laughs> I don't know. We, we say it every week. He's he's in the right situation. So, it really devalues yeah. him as a player, calling him McCorkle. <laughs> I know that's his name, but I love it. I love. Here it. you go. Judon nine sacks, tied for second in the league. Uh, 40 pressures, which is fourth in the league, yeah. and uh, 17.2% pressure rate, which is second in the league. It's been a great Every penny. What I love most about him is those red sleeves because he's easy to spot on the field. Yeah. Well, that's it. He must and yet be. Yeah, he still. Well, that, to he break must through. as well. That for, for someone was sort of. <laughs> 
broken as Darnold, seeing those red <laughs> sleeves must absolutely scare the shit out of him. Um, and as well, they did it to Herbert before. Yeah. They are they are a defence on the up. Do you know what? Somebody pointed out to me that Herbert, the previous game, and then Darnold in this game, both claimed to be confused by the coverages. But actually, they didn't do anything special. They just made them think they were going to, and they didn't really do anything. It was it was bog standard coverage most of the game. Ah, oh, they switched. They did switch it up. Yeah, yeah, from time to time, but yeah. not not every not play every like play. you would think they were doing. But it's Belichick, just yeah, the aura of Belichick. Yeah. he's going to do something here. Oh no, he's just done a cover two. The, the Pats are four and zero away from Gillette season. Yeah, right. That that which is a great record. And the other thing we must mention is is the Damian Harris Roman Stevenson like combo. So. All of a sudden, we've replaced LeGarrette Blunt and James White or Dion Lewis, whichever one you want to put in, with this pair. One who's busting and taking the touchdowns. And Ramondre Stevenson was brilliant. I felt gutted for him that they let him rack up, what was it, like a 40-yard run and then didn't give him the touchdown. I didn't. didn't. (laughs) Harris in for a one-yard score. But But it's working. It's working. They are both questionable for this coming week. Both may have head injuries. Yeah, so it might be Brandon Bolden and... Someone I can't remember. But Brandon Bolden does fine. 54 yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love a 54 yards. If the running game's working, the Patriots will be fine. That is exactly it. Uh, Let's move on because we're going slightly long. So NFC South, the Bucks sat back and watched the Atlanta Falcons turn on the Korean missile uh, as time expired to beat the Saints 27-25. So I guess Simeon has won the race against um, tight end running back... um, (laughs) Taysom Hill shock. I think we all said that that would happen. Did we, we all not? said, and I, I here's what we, Simeon. I don't think did much wrong. There's no. nothing to think. You, there's nothing to watch and go. I think we need to bring in the running back as the quarterback. He, um, he played better than I've seen Taysom Hill play. He just doesn't have the legs. He's not going to run anywhere. No, you look at his stat line: twenty-five, forty-one, two hundred forty-nine yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, one sack. Yep. No, no. Um, I would have killed for that on Sunday. Yep. I mean, there was a point where. Um, uh, I was I was playing football uh, Sunday and travelling to to watch the games with Griff and listening on the radio. And um, Saints were had a thirteen percent percentage chance of winning because you know there were two scores back, and then they score the the Saints scored. And you're like the Falcons are going to Falcons this, aren't they? Even even when um, I, I I watching the kick right at the end. It was only until I remembered it was uh, Young Way Koo. And then you're like, actually, this guy's yeah. brilliant. This guy's, right. this guy's brilliant. And you're like, it's fine. They're not going to fold. Is he not doing an extension this season? Like, is he not out of contract at the end of the year? Just imagine age? if the Chargers actually kept faith in their kickers. Well, we'll get on to that. We will. Um, look, Young Way Koo's been brilliant. Um, there should be a fair comparison here between Cordero Patterson and Alvin Kamara. I never thought I'd hear myself <laughs> say that. But look at the numbers. Look yeah. at the season. Like, Cordero Patterson is doing everything that Alvin Kamara has ever done for the Saints, all in one go. And he is the reason why they're back on track. That coupled with the fact that Matt Ryan has suddenly remembered that he's a top 10 starting quarterback. Did, he, uh, he's above the Dalton level. <laughs> you were mentioning him a couple well of games above, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did he score a rushing touchdown this week? He yes, did. Yeah, did, now, yeah. did anybody watch it? Did you see how much he fooled the defence so that they all ran the other way and he basically just walked into an empty well, end? Me- yeah, I remember Peyton Manning doing something like that. For the <laughs> yeah. And it's the fact that you know, Matt Ryan and Peyton Manning don't run touchdowns. No, he, he sold it so well, yeah. everybody looked the other way and he just sort of sauntered off to one yeah. side. Matt it's Ryan. always the best when the, the camera follows the running back and 
you know, yeah, because Peyton was like, so slow. Yeah, yeah, the, the, so the, slow. <laughs> Matt Ryan what, is still quicker than Peyton Manning, but not by much. No, but look, Matt Ryan's playing well. Cordero Patterson's playing well. Kyle Pitts, uh, he, he's already at 500 receiving yards for the season. Like, he's dis- he disappears in games for stretches, but then he, you know, he turns up but again. He's, he's doing not playing enough. in a great team. No. That's the thing, but... But what are they now? Um, going four forward. on four, the Falcons? They're, yeah. a, they're a game they off the Saints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and this is the point. And which, and if they were playing again tomorrow, which team would you take? You'd, you'd take the Falcons. It, I, I I would say flip of a coin. That's They're really close because... I think I think they're well in the hunt here for the wildcard spot. And I did not think the Falcons no, I would the Falcons be anywhere would. near. I think it's just their defence which will let them down. I think Arthur yeah. Smith is doing absolutely yeah. phenomenal work with, with the offence. I think... He's employing a system where he doesn't have receivers, he doesn't have running backs, he doesn't have tight ends, he just has weapons. What are the Saints' next three games, though? That's that's the key thing for them, because they need to... So, so we're ex- <laughs> we're expecting the Bucks to walk this division, right? So the Saints are yep. at the Titans, at the Eagles, versus the Bills. See, I, I, conceivably, they could lose all three of those. Yeah, I mean... I, I think it's quite... Uh, they lost to the Eagles last year. They yep. couldn't deal with... Um, uh, Jen Hurts. I think one it's quite possible. Uh, at best for me, they go one and two out of those three games. And I know the Bills have got problems, and we'll get to that. But and then they got the Cowboys after that. By the way, there's not the only thing lacking when you replace Winston with Simeon is there's no explosive downfield play. So they're not just going to run past people like they have been doing. It's all got to be scripted. But you've also brought in sensible, sensible Simeon. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, he had one of the best pre-game quotes when he said, I'm hyper aware of the fact I've been paid a lot of money to sit around for three years and do nothing, so I better play all right today. <laughs> yeah. And and that's fair. He does have a bit oh, of a money like going him. on, but yeah, you know, that's fine. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, so, um, in a shock bigger than the Boncos whooping the Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills could only manage two field goals against uh, the shitty Jaguars uh, in a 9-6 defeat... Uh, in what could, you know, will go down in the annals of time as a fucking awful game of football. It was a shocker. Um, a shocker of a result for the Bills. I mean, a shocker of a, a, shocker of a game it was. But, um, you know, I guess it's, it's you know, it was Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. Oh, the, the Josh Allen ball. I've heard nothing but the Josh oh, Allen ball. Look, let, let's, just, yeah. let's just tick it off here. Josh Allen of the Jags had a strip sack. Recovery, inception, uh, yeah. uh, inception. and a, and a normal sack. Yep, uh, he's the seventh overall pick in a draft. He should be yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got ten sacks last uh, year. I've been behind the year before. He's I also think <laughs> if that Josh Allen had been quarterback of the Bills this week, he would have probably done a better job than Josh Allen. Bit like the Cowboys, I think Josh Allen just had an awful game. They started off the game last week against Miami. They were really close. Eventually, yeah. they, they they pulled away. And like you're watching this game on red zone, thinking when. Hang on, when you get when are you guys gonna start playing? Because that's yeah. what I expected. I expected to get to the third, fourth quarter, and suddenly the Bills will be thirty-eight nine up. No running Same. game. No, yeah. it's all on Josh Allen, it's, and you know, occasionally you, it's not going to work. If you take out Josh Allen's uh, rushes, they only had eleven rushes. Uh, sorry, not even that. Nine rushes from from Singletree and Moss. I know Moss went out injured, but it's not enough. This team, if you take out that running game, this team's easy to defend against. It's yeah. a bit like the Chiefs. The Bills don't have Massive, a good enough running exactly game. Like and, and the Bills' defense is better, but yeah. it, the problem on offense remains the same. Josh Allen can't carry you every week. He'll be fine. The team will be fine. But this is occasionally going to happen when a team manages to stymie the passing game. There's nothing to fall back on. Yeah. We should credit Jacksonville. They did yeah. They did a good job. Like, yeah, yeah. 
and they did a good job without James Robinson, who's their best defensive player. Uh, do you remember Carlos Hyde? He, he played. Best offensive player? Just say best defensive, best, best offensive player. I'm just slurring my words because it's been a long day, and I'm very drunk. But yeah, James uh, Robinson <laughs> is their best defen- offensive, offensive player. player. <laughs> he might be their best defensive. It player might be as well. the best. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yeah, um, he's just he, their best he, player. He was, um, so he was out. But Carlos down. Hyde played fine, and, yeah. and and that's good. And that's the difference. Like they had a running back. Trevor Lawrence had someone to lean on, and say we need to get four yards. We need to yeah. get five yards here, and and it worked. I don't think the Jags did anything special, and I think Jags didn't do it. Nine and a half times out of ten, they they lose this yeah, game. The yeah. Bills lost this game. I, I wouldn't yeah. say the Jags won it. It's down for the Bills losing it. You know, they, I mean, they, the Jags did they miss two kicks? Was it? They did. They, well, they missed two consecutive, but one was nullified by a penalty, so he got five yards closer. And then, and then missed, and it, then missed yeah. it again. <laughs> and you're like, I, I just mean, thought at that how, point they're going to jag it up. Uh, yeah, exactly. How Jags can you get for that? I mean, uh, but we did get to see beat hard. Uh, for yeah. two plays while uh, Lawrence was evaluated for an ankle injury but he was fine I was a bit disappointed I was looking for some beat hard action when did CJ Beffard coming in I was like I corrected I corrected the television <laughs> <laughs> no but, well until until Scott Hansen calls it the beat hard boys we do not uh, uh, why didn't them. we call the podcast that <laughs> anyway we'll, we'll, we'll be getting we'll, a very different listenership <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back with some uh, turgid games and uh, Rogers. Okay, the v- we're back um, after some <laughs> after the trifle break. Um, <laughs> the uh, Vikings are officially snake bitten. They lose by a single score for their fifth time this season, dropping to three and five after a thirty-four thirty-one defeat to the Ravens. Um, Total number of points they've lost by over the five defeats, eighteen. Eighteen. They it's are just over three points a defeat. They're, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they took they took a a, a commanding lead uh, against the Ravens. Yes, they did. Um, yep. And you, you sort of got like twenty points up at one point. Twenty points up. Yeah. yeah. They you, you got Kirk Cousins basically in a nutshell. The first half was good, Kirk. The second half was bad, Kirk, and um, overtime was just really bad. Kirk. And overtime, yeah, was uh, yeah, a more of a continuation of bad <laughs> Kirk cousins. Um, I mean, we've mentioned uh, the warm seat a couple of times tonight. Mm. Zimmer's, Zimmer's keep seat. getting warm, and I feel I do feel for him because that it's. But win the Vikings, game. the win Vikings need to. They yeah. can't get out of their own way. No. Yeah, win a game, Zimmer. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, it should be over there. Even now. in overtime, they had a brilliant pay, play to get the ball back, and then they went free and out. Yeah, like, it was there. You just got to move the ball. You've got one of the best running backs in in the game. You've got two of the best wide receivers in in the game. You know, the, the Ravens' defense is good. It's not as good as it has been in past years. No. They should be able to move the ball to get into into field goal range. And to be honest with you, when they are in a field goal range, it's not like they got Justin Tucker out there, no. is it? As soon as you saw him wander onto the pitch, Justin you just Tucker kn- from thirty-six yards, I didn't even bother watching it. Yeah. <laughs> just assumed it was going to be a score. We all did. He just keeps. He, he, it was his eighteenth career, eighteenth game-winning kick in his career in ten years. That's, that's nearly two a season winning games. That's that's how valuable you are. He's brilliant. Uh, Anybody uh, know when Mike Zimmer started coaching the Vikings? Six years ago? Any raise on six? Eight years ago. 2014. 2014 was when he first started coaching the Vikings. 
Halfway. So, yeah, halfway. So in those seasons, yeah, they, they won 7, 11, 8, 13 in 2017, 8, 10, 7, and 3 so far. So not terrible numbers, but they've been to the playoffs once, twice, three times. Yeah. You remember when the Lions got rid of Coldwell? <laughs> yeah. You just got to... Playoffs, two yeah. out of three yeah. seasons or something stupid like that. Do you feel this is what would happen to the Vikings? Only, I no, it depends what they do. I mean, right. I think, I think that actually at a point there's where a good squad, there. yeah, there's a great squad. I mean, and sometimes things talent, just get tired. Yeah, and you, you just need a refresh. You know, not every not every time a coach is fired do you need to go into rebuild mode. Sometimes you just need a new person in charge yeah, new in voice. charge yeah that's it and it's i think a new voice if they can they can get a, the right hire which is the you know a sixty thousand dollar question or whatever it is you know that is but million? I don't six know. million dollar question yeah. i don't know it's yeah, a, a lot game of dollars kind of under, underpaid that question somewhat. but no, it was a six million dollar man but wasn't it? it's the sixty four thousand dollar question yes um um which was uh, so it was a game show. Who played the sixty-four thousand dollar question? Was who, who played the uh, <laughs> Bionic Man? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Man. Steve Austin. But yeah, um, stunning Steve Austin. That's but right. yeah, they've got a they've got a half. They've got the makings of a quite good team. But yeah, um, uh, it's coaching. That's, it is coaching. That's the problem. You you can't yeah. keep. He can't keep looking to his players and faulting them. It's coaching. It must be coaching. Must it's be. consistently a problem for them. Five times they've lost by it field goal on average and they've mm. lost five games like yeah their big, their biggest defeat is seven points yeah but that's that, ridiculous you you can't be this bad that, that, I mean, without it being a coaching issue yeah and this week is get absolutely tonked i'll be jumping up and down <laughs> it's, in it's, frustration it's, at, the, at the vikings it's the hope that kills yeah, you yeah exactly let's, um, uh, let's talk ravens for the though. ravens yeah. um of course they have 2020s um lamar jackson um who is uh just brilliant to watch um and in the second half um started to make connections with marquise brown and you know and of course they also uh running back they have 2016's Devonte foreman, <laughs> freeman. <laughs> freeman. Oh, no. <laughs> i know 79 yards on 13 carries for freeman and uh 2015's Le'Veon yeah, bell from 11 for Le'Veon bell with the touchdown and lamar had 120 that's over 200 rushing yards again for the Ravens. Yeah, it's almost like bringing in Decent players on free agency works well for a team. Well, occasionally it does. They've still got Latavius Murray to come back as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, considering this team lost its three first three running backs to ACL tears in the in the preseason, they're doing okay. You know, it's uh, it's been a good recovery in that position for them. The Ravens, for me, are, are and we'll see when the, with the power rankings shortly, but... For me, I think they're flying up. I think <laughs> nobody's going to want to play them. I just, I don't, I don't know that you can definitely beat them. I think with the Ravens, I think over over the full season, you know. But I think one on what, you know, like if you get they get the chance to just, you know, plan a game properly, like they did against like the Chargers, where they absolutely destroyed Justin Herbert. I think. You know, now the hoodoo, the, the the playoff hoodoo is gone for Lamar Jackson. I think he won a, he finally won a game last year. I think, I think they can go really deep this year. I still think that if you've got the right defensive, the, the right defensive play it, it happening, if you've got the right scheme and you can keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket and 
lean on him to rely on his arm, I think they're beatable. I'd like them to have another receiver. I well, think they're doing all right. I think they're doing. I think the receivers they've got are fine. Marquis Brown I think had a good game. Rashad Bateman, who's their first round pick from last year, he, the last couple of games he's come up as a, as a really good receiver. I'd like to see more from Mark Andrews. I don't think he's doing very much this, this year. No, he's been quiet. Um, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings, second fastest player ever to 2,000 receiving yards in the Super Bowl era. Want to tell me who the f- number one is? Uh, OBJ. Mice? OBJ on oh, the really? nose. Yeah. I mean, he's he's only added 900 yards since. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was OBJ. Uh, Justin Jefferson is outstanding, and that drags me back to the point of the Vikings are now being wasted by Mike Zimmer. Yeah. yeah. Did, you ever, did you see Justin Jefferson's uh, attempted block, though? It was, it was the, the arm waving. It was a bit <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. It was a. Uh, I did enjoy that. Particularly feeble. Yeah. <laughs> but but I should have mentioned earlier. But there was one of those by Darnold in the Panthers game where he tried to throw a block and just bounced off the guy. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. I think we'll move on because I think there's much more to to add for them. Uh, so <laughs> move on to this turgid game. So I think. We, we can mention the game uh, because uh, Green Bay uh, lost to the Chiefs. Uh, I, I, I haven't got the score ahead of me, but it was 13-7. Of course, no. the main... Love the main, doesn't win out in the end. No, it doesn't. Um, the main talking point, of course, is off the pitch because Jordan Love got his first start because Aaron Rodgers... Um, is uh, immunized. Was immunized. He didn't specify against COVID though, did he? So um and here's the the thing, like um but he's support, he's he's okay for equine illness. Yes. Uh takes his medical advice from Joe Rogan. Yeah. One more. I mean th- this is the point I was making to John at the weekend, right? You know you've reached a bad point in life when you have more respect for Kirk Cousins than you do Aaron Rodgers. Because Kirk Cousins straight up came out and said, I don't want the vaccine. I don't believe in putting it in my body. I'm going to take precautions to make sure I'm not a problem on this team. Aaron Rodgers just flat out lied. Yeah. So excuse me, a man who I already thought was an arrogant ass and a bit difficult to deal with, suddenly went down in my estimation. Yeah, you're a great player, but what's the point of being a great player if you're not able to play because you've lied to everyone? Elite running back um, Aaron Jones came out and said he's put himself before the team um, this week. And you can't deny that. I mean, not only, I mean, it's, I think we mentioned it before that we, we kicked off. Like, I was watching, I was agreeing with Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> this is a problem. Again, and so now you agree, you, you respect Kirk Cousins and you agree with Terry Bradshaw. There, there are issues here. It, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a bad look. There's been some Rogers. very um, sort of um, erudite um, uh, thoughts being spoken by some like some of the ESPN guys, and yeah, I mean, well, lots of commentators. I don't, lots I of commentators. You know, I don't think I've seen, and maybe my my media habits are biased, but I don't think I've seen one person come out and try and defend him. I have seen people come out to defend him because uh, I'm very online, and you know, but. The sort of people sees a lot from sitting up on that fence, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. But what you it don't is, want to know right. what he does see. <laughs> I don't mind if he doesn't want to have it done. No, but just exactly. be honest yeah. and say I'm not having it done. I, you can't force anyone to accept this. Okay, if you could, everyone should have it. But you can't. That's fine. Just be honest because if you feel the need to lie, you know it's probably wrong. Yeah. My my issue is 
not my, my issue is uh, what Michael's just said. I, I don't, you know, you shouldn't lie. Um, <laughs> thank Good you. moral advice, then. but don't lie. He's also just called me Michael for the I first know. time since we were fourteen. Because no. you lied about something, uh, probably. But, um, the pe- like some of the argument is I don't know what's in it. I don't want to put it in my body. But if Aaron Rodgers has an injury and they say, well, you, well what we'll do is we'll give you a painkiller, uh, painkiller injection to get you through the game. You know, we'll, you know, and then. He also doesn't know what's in that, and that they're still putting it in their body. There's a, I mean, I know that there's the, the, the you know, um, he's making arguments about fertility, you know, because he he might still want a child. Mate, there's fucking banks for that. Um, literally, go, <laughs> go. You, you say that, but did you see that that couple in California today that have had to swap their baby with another couple after they were both given the wrong children from the donor bank? Well, he's so they've very. Had, they've had their kids for six months. Well, he's very rich. Go to a better bank. Than <laughs> you that. think you just keep the one you've got in case the other one's shit? Look, I didn't know swapping them was an option. But, but yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> <Northampton Jacks>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I think I think look, the but, Aaron Rodgers thing is what, what he's is. done. He's cost his team a loss. He's here. cost his team an easy win. Absolutely, let, the Chiefs the at the moment yeah. are incredibly beatable. They were there for the. For the taking, yeah, they scored thirteen points. Thirteen this is the points. Chiefs. This is like meant to be the one of the best, if not the best, offense. They're broken. In the AFC. They're just broken. They they are broken. I don't. I don't know how you go about fixing it. They need a running game. But they've got a run. Like mm. Daryl Williams had a decent enough game. Nineteen carries, seventy yards. Derek Gore is maybe not as good as Hall of Fame Frank Gore, but at least he's an option. With Hall of Fame and boxer, apparently yeah. Frank Gore. Where he can go into two Hall of Fame things. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the man doesn't get injured. No, yeah, so it'd be true. interesting to see him get knocked out in the I, first round. I don't. <laughs> they, they just, they could not move the ball against a Green Bay defense, which is good. Played well, but they've got injuries on that defense. Yeah, as it's well. good, but they, thirteen points is not good enough. The 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 Packers lost because Rodgers wasn't there. If they if yeah. he'd have been there, they'd have crucified the Chiefs. Jordan Love didn't look ready. He's had a year sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, so we're now a year and a half into his time with Green Bay. Didn't look ready. No, he, uh, he he's a, he is a year and a half in, but you know we can say, oh, Patrick Mahomes had a year behind Alex Smith. He knew day one of season two he was playing. Yeah, Jordan Love does not expect to play this season. So coming in week eight, uh, yeah. No, but I, no, look at last like, last week and to some extent this week, the amount of kind of backup quarterbacks we've had mm. come in at various late stages within games as well. Trevor Simeon coming in within in the game and, and playing and playing very well. Your job as a backup is to be ready to play. That's your job. It is, but, I mean, we're also comparing Trevor Simeon, a, what, seven-year seven seven veteran. No, no, veteran. That, and that Mike White, who's... Mills played better, has been playing better. Yeah, than that's Jordan the Love. problem. The audition did not go no. well. He was 6 or 17 against the Blitz for 31 yards. Like I know Spagnola kind of dial up the blitz a lot because it's a basically a rookie quarterback. It's first his first start, and yeah, you are going to try and get into his head. But six for seventeen. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not here it, to. It uh, wasn't. It wasn't what Green Bay management would want to see when they know they face losing Aaron Rodgers and you spent a first round pick on this guy. Yeah. That's the problem. I said to you at one point, it looks a bit like when Deshaun Kaiser and Brett Hundley quarterback this team. Yeah. People are trying to make something they, out of nothing. Not just the first round. They traded up for this guy. Yeah. yeah. So, which is what started off the pissed off Aaron Rodgers story. Yeah. Can I also bring in Mason Crosby into this conversation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Owen two from the field. As I think I said to you on the on the text message, this isn't the time to be missing no. field goals, Mason. No. The, the first one looked like it was on him or the holder. I can't. I don't know how much of an effect it has whether the laces are facing the right way, but he was complaining to the holder that the, the laces weren't facing the right way. The second one was just blocked, which is a good special teams play. But they needed to be perfect on the day to help an imperfect quarterback, and they weren't. I'm just surprised. Like Matt Lafleur said, "This one's on me. I didn't coach the game properly to help us win." I don't. I I don't believe it. I think he thought this is what your love should be capable of, yeah. and he basically looked like a deer in headlights. Now that's fine because he'll probably be much better than this one audition. But if he's, if this is his opportunity to shine, and then Rogers plays the rest of the season. What evaluation is that ahead of Rogers yeah. leaving? He looked. There were some of the plays were like Jamie at his worst as well. He was he just lobbing it up. up. Yeah, he absolutely did. Could not wait to get rid of the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I wanted to see something, anything to make me think. All right, Green Bay can spend two years rebuilding around this guy before they go again as a really good franchise. No. I just didn't see anything. It's harsh, of course, but you can only talk about what you've seen. And like let's be, let's be honest with you, the Chiefs' defense has been bad. Yeah, that's year. what I mean. This this like, was a defense that someone who's supposed yeah, to have a bit of a cannon yeah. for an arm should be taken yeah, apart. Absolutely. I mean, he, this is probably as good an opportunity they had to beat the, the Chiefs as that would have been. Rogers not being there uh, has obviously cost them, but I think most backup quarterbacks should have been able to win that game. I think also this is disappointing for the neutral. Yeah, because <laughs> very no, it is. Yeah, yeah to have to this this Kansas team. Knowing yeah. what they've been for the last two seasons, this is like, can I watch Green Bay versus Kansas? We've got Green Bay versus Kansas at home. Yeah, this is what it is. It's just, ugh. yeah. So uh, let's move move back to Thursday night as uh, a resurgent Colts uh, continue to shrug off their poor start to the year and put forty five points on the Jets in a forty five thirty win. Things could have been so different if Mike White had stayed in the game. Have you got Mike White's stats in front of you, Jim? 7 for 11, 95 yards and a touchdown. In, what, 14 plays or something? It wasn't a lot. Yeah, no, not and, a lot. And then he got he, he injured his forearm. Basically, he bruised his arm, which meant he couldn't grip the ball, so they took him out of the game. Slight hindrance. And, in then, the and then Josh Johnson came in and threw for 300 yards? 317 yards for and a touchdown and an interception. The Colts' defence didn't turn up. It's just that... Carson Wentz is playing really well, and yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Taylor is playing oh, brilliantly. What a game for Jonathan Taylor! Top three running back right now for me. Mm. He's there every week. If you th- Are we classing Derek Henry in the top three because he's injured, yes. If you were to starting running backs, probably not. But form wise, yeah. In the last few weeks, he like On I've been season. a doubt. I've been a Jonathan Taylor doubter, um, and I. On the season, he's a top three for me. I think I think he's been superb. Henry's clearly one. Chubb's two. Chubb's two. two. And then it's just... Is Zeke? It? No. Not this year. Better than Jonathan Taylor this year? Uh, no. T- Dalvin I'll, Cook? I'll be, no. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey? No. Oh, I don't know. Dalvin Cook's had a good year. He's Dalvin, quietly he's had, had a good some, year. He's had some quiet he's games been, as well. He's injured as well. Yeah, yeah. Good. Lamar Jackson? But this is the thing with Taylor. He's there every week. Jalen Hurts. So, I'm just saying, on the year, if not overall... Talent-wise, but on the year, he's definitely he could the, not he, be better. I mean, yeah, he's definitely in the conversation because we're having a conversation. Exactly. I'll tell you one thing that infuriated me with this game. I got rid of Elijah Moore in fantasy last week. That was a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. Yeah. That was a mistake because uh, uh, they, they, they quite like him there. I've waited nine weeks for that bitch <laughs> to turn up. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a great win for the Colts because any wins they get 
are great wins. They're chasing for a wild card spot. I don't yeah. think they're going to catch the Titans. I mean, I know they're not, they're not going to catch the Titans. It seems no, like we went through three games back, effectively. Yeah, we went through who the Titans are playing right. for the rest of the so, year, so they're not going to do it. So they're chasing the wild card, and they're, and they're well in that conversation. Who? What are the next three games for the Colts? What What do they look like compared to say the Titans? Next three games are the Jags win at the Bills. Possible, possible win? No. No. Well, the, the Bills are are really up and down. Yeah. I think the Colts could win that. That'll be the a Bills' game. ceiling is much higher yes. than the the Colts. But Carson Wentz is currently playing as as well, if not better, than Josh Allen. If right. it was, if I'd have told you that a week ago, you'd have laughed at me. If I said, I don't think I would have. No, I don't think I'd have laughed at it. So there's this most conversation. At What's the, Bills. the third one? Bucks. Ooh. At home, it's a, it's a season defining stretch because if they come out of that two and one, then you say this is brilliant. If they come out of that one and two or zero oh and three. And they've still got to pay Season the Texans over. and the Jags again yeah. as well. So I don't think they'll lose to the Jags. But if they but lose those three, they're four and eight. Yeah, their their margin for error is very little, but they're not making the errors. They, they, yes, they gave up thirty points, and that's yeah, disappointing. The but the Jets are playing better. But just playing better, and so with you know, no one no one had any tape on Mike White. No one has anything on Josh Jackson. They are Josh, Josh Johnson. Johnson. Josh Johnson even. Sorry. Josh Johnson's been in the league for eighteen be fair, years, and no one's got any tape on him. Oh, right. Josh Jackson, yeah. one of the Mighty Ducks films. Yes. <laughs> so here's tape the on thing: him. if you if you're in New York, do you sit Zach Wilson now for the season? And say, watch and learn, because they have played so much better without him in two weeks. But what are you, what are you going for? Like, You're going for not destroying his confidence, like Darnold had. Yeah, but, I, but, I think that's a smart idea. Personally, they got enough. They're not going to gain anything from this season. See, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Uh, I don't know. Um, <sighs> Bob we've got Will, Wilson's Zach psyche, Wilson. but like, yeah, having him out there and um, having him crushed by. You know, six more defenses could crush him. He may just find being benched for a you know the the guy from the Dallas Cowboys practice squad, uh, a bloke, a bloke practice. who's been everyone's practice squad, and you know have they still got Flacco? Yep. Imagine being benched for one of those three. That might kill your confidence I, I as well. I agree with you, mm. but do you not think that that's an opportunity for a coach to say? You've had your chance. You now have to win this job back because they have been better without him. That is that is the thing. I think. Um, I think they will. Be, they have been better without. At some him. point, is a make and or break moment. But you have. If you manage him with a plan, Zach, sit down. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to release you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going with Mike White. <laughs> We've You've decided the best thing for your career. Is for it not to be at the Jets. You just, that I get. We found you a job in an insurance. Firm. Whatever they're going to do, it has to be different to what they did with Darnold. Darnold missed a few games. He had mononucleosis and a couple a couple of injuries. But glandular fever, whatever. But <laughs> mono. On the whole, it was Darnold's the starting quarterback. He's out there. He's playing from day one. Right. It didn't work. This is their opportunity to say, right, Wilson's injured. They can put it out to the press. He hasn't quite recovered. We're giving him. We might bring him back the last couple of weeks just to evaluate. If that's what's going to happen, that's what you're going to see. They're yep. not going to come out openly and go, "Do you know what? We actually think my wife's better, so we're going to play him." It's going to be Wilson still recovering from an injury. Yeah, he yeah. needs to be, and that's fine. Off yeah. but he, he can't have his I pants think, on. I think he needs to sit and watch. I said from the start of the season, Zach, starting Zach Wilson is the wrong move. He was not ready. He was no more ready than Justin Fields or Trey Lance. He just wasn't ready. I think it was the least ready of all of them, possibly. Because, oh, no. 
I'd probably disagree with that. We've not seen Trey Lance properly yet. But I, w- I mean, what I would the, the the flip side to that, and actually I can make my own counter argument to this, is that playing him gives him experience. And I think you know, we'll see it when we talk about Chicago. Justin Fields probably had the, his best game, and that comes from experience, like playing at the speed of, of the mm-hmm. NFL and getting used to that speed and getting used to the, that level of processing. But Justin Fields, you can see, is on an up trajectory. Yeah. Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson has been on a down trajectory. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Can, learn you, can you go Darnold. down from zero? Learn yeah. from Darnold. Just, that, that's what I'm they're, saying. They're building a team around Justin Fields. They're Zach Wilson's next man up. Yeah. I, He's I, got Crowder. <laughs> Crowder. Yeah. Corey Davis. And now it's Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know. I, I want to not see what's happened to Darnold be repeated I can't, just it would be a waste I think we're all fans of Salah but no the, no no as, as a coordinator as a, a coordinator but not working the Jets as a as an organisation what they're going to do is the wrong decision anyway <laughs> so let's not even question it it's funny because it's true Monday night uh, the game was ruled by uh, penalties <laughs> oh. did both teams have 100 plus yards of penalties I think so uh, some of them I Some of the calls. The, 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 oh, right, yeah, come on, let, let's do it. The taunting call. Yeah. The taunting call that clearly Ooh, wasn't was taunting. Taunt oh, my God. This has just got ridiculous. Did, did you see the referee interview? No, but he said he's, he's, what was something about his posture. He said he postured in a taunting manner. In a ta- oh, my God. If only the NFL was trying to divert attention from various things happening this yeah. week by focusing on one ridiculously specific they seem to have, area. They seem to have found a problem which doesn't exist. Because no one cared really about taunting. Maybe it set a bad example. Yeah, you know, celebrating over, over an injured player is probably the bad that, thing to do. That, that's different. If you're celebrating a touchdown or a great sack or... A, it was a great play. It, and, you know, the Steelers released him. He wanted to make a point. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. he was turning one to his own bench oh, as yeah. well. Oh, wasn't it? You know, it's... it's it doesn't absolute, matter who he was flexing yes. at. Just let him get on with it. There's no need to call that. They We get annoyed by these stupid... Penalties yeah. for pass interference or blocking or whatever it might be, but at least that has a direct effect on the game. This effectively took away a play that could have been a scoring drive. He stood there looking at them. <laughs> it's just oh, dumb. you looked at me a bit nasty there. And then yeah, what the, they got the call for um, you know touching the back of the ref as he walked off. Was, oh, apparently that wasn't involved. And to be fair, the ref backed into him. Yeah, he did. Apparently yeah. that had nothing to do. It was all about the posturing to the oh. opposing bench, which is just ridiculous. I, I, I love American football, but sometimes I hate the NFL. Yeah. Well, they, I love, they get I it wrong. It. It's just the this this has been. I mean, I think we saw it a few years back with the amount of times that players were called on unnecessary roughness on the quarterbacks. We seem to be go we go through phases where something gets highlighted. And then they pull back. And then they pull back. So hopefully at some point over the next week or so, and I think this might be the you know, the, the straw that basically breaks the camel's back, they'll pull back and go, all right, yeah, okay, we might take we, it a bit too far. We it, should mention it. It was a 27-29 victory for the Steelers. Yes. Because we didn't actually mean, bring that up. We, yeah, um, Steelers started 0-3. They've now won four straight. Yeah. Looking good, aren't they? Never, <laughs> never doubt Tomlin. That's never yeah. doubt Tomlin, but you can doubt Big Ben. But he's yeah, yeah. doing just enough. He was clutch on the final drive. He's the Dalton level. He is now the Dalton level. He, he had some clutch he's plays. He's below Dalton level. He, he had some clutch plays on that final drive, but... The, Chris Boswell became the first player in NFL history to make multiple 50-yard field goals, make a game-winning field goal, and recover an an opponent's fumble in the same game. All in the same quarter. All in the same quarter, as it turns out. Like, this was a guy who last week (laughs) 
Yeah. Got destroyed. He changed colour because the shit drained out of him when he hit the floor. Like, <laughs> and his soul disappeared. Yeah. Like, it, looked like, it looked like a fatality from Mortal Kombat and all of a sudden he's back <laughs> making history. It, do you know what? The Steelers are coming good and Tomlin doesn't do losing seasons. Nope. nope. So they're going to be right up 150th there. win as a Steeler. So wow. uh, second no, most winning, the uh, second yeah. most winning is he's, <laughs> he is slowly catching uh, number one. I think he's got number thirty-five wins. He's also twenty-three and four against rookies. Yeah, I know he's, he's, he's yeah. right up there with the Belichick level. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields can play. Yeah, yeah. He can. Yeah, he's I getting mean, better. They, he's getting better. Slowly finding a plan that works for him. It did help having David Montgomery back though. Yeah, because up to week three or four when he got injured, he was one of the best running backs yeah. in the league. Yeah, and you suddenly give. Uh, not an elite, but a, a good running back, a solid, dependable running back to a rookie. And Makes look a at what happens. Damian Harris for McCorkle. Uh, take who you like on the Niners roster when <laughs> when Trey Lance plays. Uh, James, James Robinson, Robinson for, for Trevor Lawrence. The, Michael Carter for Zach Wilson. Well, he, Michael Carter's doing all wrong. Michael Carter, Michael Carter doing, yeah. He's been doing better since it's my better since <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, but but you see the point is th- this is what they need and yeah, Justin Fields looks fine. I'm never going to be a Matt Nagy fan, but I think the Bears are going to stick well, with it. Oh, Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy is not Matt Nagy is not play go. calling again, and I think uh, they've they've I said hope they move on. They've said really hope it's not gonna, it's, he's not going back. Good. I mean that's a good start, but for Justin Fields' sake, who did look good and you know. Bar a few dodgy plays and penalties, you know the Bears could have feasibly won this game. They uh, should have won. Yeah, this they game. should have won this game. Did they have to go for an insanely long field goal on yeah. their last drive? Just yeah, like I sixty think something feels, yards. Feels look great. Yeah, yeah. Feels I, if I was a Bears fan, I'd be excited by that. I think um, the, 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 the better he plays, the more chance they have of keeping Naki. I know they're they're, the they're at least two years away from being a good team, though. Of course they are. Oh it's yeah, a rookie quarterback. Yeah. But uh, it's not just that; like they need to fill in lots of places around. Yeah. Them. Talking oh, of rookie, rookies, Najee Harris. Oh, you Najee. I was going Pat Frymouth. Pat Frymouth, who tight. Yeah. This, this week had two touchdowns. I think he had another touchdown last week. We often say tight ends need a couple of years. Yep. He's making a really big first impact. Steelers rookie tight end with two touchdowns since who in two thousand and five. Oh, that one they had for ages. Yeah, that one they had Car- for ages. Heath, Heath yeah. Miller. Yes, yeah. Heath Miller. Oh, nice. Yeah. So 16 years since a rookie tight end for the Steelers had two yeah. touchdowns in the game. Yeah. He looks good. I mean, his nickname at Penn State was Baby Gronk. Yeah. We should, so, have a, we should try and create a team of rookies, our best team of rookies at some point in the season. Oh, I'm up for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll move on to uh, Chargers. Continue to erase some of the old Chargers way <laughs> as they won with a last second field goal instead of losing to one. Uh, they beat uh, what's this here? The Frisky Eagles, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, Hurts. Nope. I know he, we've got doubters, but he will. <laughs> he's going to be the. He is going to be their starting quarterback next season. His audition is going very well. What more do you want him to do? Yeah. And in a crap team, for still, I mean, he's still a very um, raw raw quarterback. They've brought back Jordan Howard from, um, <laughs> yeah, from obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarrely, from them really back from themselves, yeah. who I think they released him a couple. Of, uh, you know, he's back, and he moved the ball. Um, <laughs> bizarrely, uh, he's, he's, you know, it's quite a, a tight position to finish uh, second behind, well behind the Cowboys now in the NFC East. Strangely, so they have the yeah. same record as the Giants. Yeah, the Giants could end up second in that division. How do we start the, the, this part talking about Jalen Hurts when Justin Herbert has an amazing game? I know. I know, but yeah, and is an actual quarterback, not a, a faux running back playing playing quarterback and occasionally throwing it. 
I know. Jesus, guy, come I on. Just, I don't get it with that. It's like, yeah, all right. Because we, want, because we know you don't like We want to rile you up. It's more fun to see you angry. <laughs> He's a poor man's Lamar. Remember, Lamar couldn't throw that first yeah. season either. I, mean, I quite happily have a poor man's Lamar. Yeah. Lamar's and amazing. Yeah, he gets knocked out in the playoffs. We, what did he do? We talk, <laughs> we talk how great Justin Herbert is every He's week. He'll be in the playoffs. Justin Herbert is fantastic. He's got a great team. Yeah. I mean, I know they've won with a last second field goal. We will, me and Mike will talk about this on Sunday. Kicking in charges for years has been a problem. Uh, they've brought in good kickers, previously good kickers, and they still suck. I wonder if it's just, is it coaching there that suddenly oh, I've changed the coaching team as well. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Dustin Hopkins did miss an extra point, but he was two for two on the field goals. But they were both short. I I think he's an upgrade on Viscayano, who they I mean, had to start the season. Dustin Hopkins was a decent kicker when he was at Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they released him and replaced time. him with Chris Blewett, who then promptly missed his first field goal attempt. Um, I th- I think he's going to be the best one they've had for a while. And but the money badger. Yeah, Money Badger yeah. was so up and down. Like he was brilliant from fifty yards, but couldn't hear anything from twenty-five. It was strange. So, Which is a problem. Uh, uh, this is two teams that are doing what they should be doing. Yeah. The Chargers are on the upswing. Philadelphia are building something for next season. Devonta yeah. Smith, I thought, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's a absolutely. good player. He, sh- he should be. Yeah. This is what he should be doing in games. I mean, he yeah. won the first wide receivers to win the Heisman in God knows how many years. He was awesome at Alabama last year, and he's just. Awesome. Imagine how much you'll benefit when, in year two, Jalen Hurts learns how to pass the ball. Imagine that. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the first quarterback since 1950 with 30 or more rush yards in each of their first 13 career starts, more than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I, I wish there was. I wish you could see the video of this just for Jim's face. If we, I've got eyes rolling back like the Undertaker <laughs> across the table. <laughs> did you see? He just the, saw his own brain. Did you see the Chargers' opening drive? No, sir. It was a 98-yard open yes. drive. Oh, the longest yeah. drive not to result in points since Buffalo's 98-yard drive in week nine of 2002. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a quality stat. Yeah. He did well. Yes, yeah. because even Scott Hansen didn't know. He was like, I'm sure we've seen that in red zone before. And obviously the answer was no. Yeah, no, no. It was, it was a, a, a bad... T- I mean, I understand why they went for it, but it was a bad choice and they got stoned. So, yeah. it, you know, it's... I, I thought the, the Eagles are doing okay for what they've got. Sirianni is going to get a second year. Jaden Hurts is going to get a second year. Third, but, but, yeah, third year. Third year. And you don't think you will still? No, I think they're, they're a, in a year when there are not very many good quarterbacks coming out in the draft, I think there are better quarterbacks coming in the draft than Jaden Hurts. I oh, I will take you on that and say not a chance. Name, I think he's name, name two. Sam Corral and Desmond Ridder. I've literally never <laughs> heard of either of those yeah, That's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't count. In, in college, I'd heard of Jalen Hurts. That's that's not an evaluation. Heard of Jalen Hurts. He played for Alabama and Oklahoma. The college, exactly. very, the college ladder of quarterbacks that. is fickle because at the start of the season, you'd have told me it was Spencer Rattler. Yeah, yeah, that's taken a big nose. Yeah, I mean, that, if you look up shit the bed in a dictionary, there's a picture of Spencer Rattler <laughs> in there. <laughs> that's not wrong. But yeah, um... Finally, the battle of the bottom. The Texans got Tyrod back. Sorry, what? What? Battle of the bottom? Yeah, battle, they, of, battle of the bottom. I don't understand. I thought, the, I thought the Lions were on a bye. Well, they, they, yeah, we, 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 you know, we went through this earlier. But yeah, the Texans got Tyrod back uh, and the Dolphins played about Tua. But yeah, uh, a turgid game. Uh, finished 17-9. Uh, Miami get the win. Turnover fest. Nine yeah, turnovers just, in this game, which was the most for... 
fucking ages. I can't even remember now how long it's been because this podcast has been going on for a while. But well, what's the opposite of an terrible. advert? What's the word that's the opposite of an advert? Uh... I don't know. Something derogatory. I, I don't know what the word is. Because if I was advertising the NFL, this would not be what I'd do. <laughs> this game would be the opposite of an advert. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd show people this game to put them off being a fan of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it didn't do uh, anybody any favours. Least of all, Tua. Because what we've learnt is, and I think I'm fairly safe here, I like Tua, I think he should be given time, but he is as good as Jacoby Brissett. They yeah. both have one win for this team. Yeah. And Do you remember when Tua beat out Jalen Hurts for the Alabama quarterback position? Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, we had we had suck for Sam, tank for Tua. Yeah. You know, be careful what you wish for, guys. Um, but when the smartest person in Houston is is Deshaun Watson's accountant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which one of these teams has the better running game? Um, I think Houston. Is it possible it's just, neither? Just about <laughs> Houston. I mean, geez, Mars Gaskin, 20 carries of 34 yards. <laughs> I feel like I could do that. I feel like if you put any of us in there, we'd we saw that. that. Me and Mike saw that stat on Sunday, and we both laughed because we then remembered when Paul used to compare uh, yards per carry to his dick. <laughs> he's got four balls. <laughs> yeah, I believe, I believe that's what he's looking up yeah. currently. Uh, Yeah, Jacoby Brissett, 26 of 43, 244 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, not good. But but it's a a tour-like stat line. It's the same thing. Yeah. You can kind of see why the Dolphins might be ready to move on. I I still think it's a year early. Dolphins are absolutely ready to move on. But Tua's biggest problem, which is why Jacoby Brissett is playing, is he's not fit. fit. Yeah, Yeah. I completely agree. And and that's his issue. It's the biggest issue you got. He's got a lot of talent, but... If he's not on the field, then it's pointless, isn't it? What's your number one ability? Availability. Availability. Yeah. Um, nice. If you're the Texans, do you, do you carry on with Terod Taylor or just go back to Davis Mills? I don't, think, Davis I don't M- think it matters. I think Davis Mills has been okay, all things considered. They've certainly not been as bad as Terod Taylor. This was Terod's first game back. I've been in the stats booth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Based on the average penis size in the UK, he travelled 10 penis lengths. <laughs> Can't come back from that. <laughs> ten, you say? Yep. So as many as ten. What yeah. per carry? <coughs> On an average, My average, average carries. So ten My, length, average yards per ten carry. lengths per carry. Yeah. Ten, ten, ten slongs per carry. Excellent. This is a new unit of measurement. Yeah. Like hands for horses, yeah, but exactly. slongs for running backs. Cocks for carry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cocks per carry. Ten cocks per carry. Should we go um, power rankings? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> so. Can't be your serious voice results, on now. We've just come up with a new stat. That's going to be on pro football ratings and everything. <laughs> Next <laughs> I mean, gen stats. You'll be rolling along the ticker on red zone. <laughs> Cox per carry. So. <laughs> would anyone like to guess who is number one? It's got to be consensus, powering? and it's got to be the Cardinals. Yeah, I'd say it is the Cardinals. Yeah. Did was anyone it, not put consensus? Them one? one person didn't pick the Cardinals. Gary. He's at home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who did he put at number one? Los Angeles Rams. Only because he's predicted them to win the, the Super Bowl. Of course, yeah, he's he, he's digging in deep here, and the thing is, uh, at number two is the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Um, they range. They range from. I had them lower down than that. I had them third. I had them third. I had them second. 
So apologies. It's uh, <laughs> it's quite. Don't uh, apologise. The third. Who wants to go third? Packers. 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 Yeah. Gary had them down at sixth. Uh, some people had them down at second. Um. Yeah. So basically, what surely the Bucks have got to be fairly high up. Fourth. Okay. I had them at second, I believe. Really? Uh, oh, that team's so good. The, the Bills, I think, on their day, they can beat anybody. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, every team this year, I mean, do you not think, though, bad games? Looking at your the top four, how many AFC teams are in our top four? Uh, Just read the teams Cardinals, Rams, Packers, Bucks. So none. Number five? Bills. So that's the first one. Uh, then. The Tetons, Ravens, Cowboys. Uh, and rounding up the top 10 is the Chargers and the Browns. Um, here's always the bit, the most fun. This is uh, this is unusual, though, because it means already that for the first time ever, I've, I've rated the Pats higher than anyone else, because I had them at you number have, nine. You have. Uh, so you That's had the Pats rare. at nine. Um, they go down to 15th. Uh, Jim had them at 15th. Really? I had yeah. them at 11th. I had them... I had them uh, very similar to Paul. So, um, I actually, in hindsight, I might move up to 14. Oof! Biggest gainers since week four? Is Jonathan Taylor at <laughs> 50, <laughs> 52 cocks per carry. <laughs> so, um, they, have inc- they have gone up by 13 positions the since Steelers? week four. No. Mm. Bengals? Nope. We've talked about them the Titans. It's the Tetons. Yeah, yeah. It did, I mean, they the started after week, week four. It was yeah, two, they yeah. were two and two, weren't they? So. Steelers, Steelers have gone up nine yeah. places. They are in sixteenth, but we were quite low on them uh, at week four. Uh, I think they were. Where is the one? One and three. Uh, biggest losers. Panthers. Raiders. Panthers. Come on, it's yeah, got to be the Panthers. I have them at twenty sixth now. Fourteen positions they've dropped down. They are 22nd. at twenty um, third. Come on. Tell me about the bottom. I mean, <laughs> so it probably well there is some I'll conjecture. Some people a have a, it's not it's not it's not a consensus pick. Can't quite put my finger on so it. So who? <laughs> <laughs> what? So who's who's the I, who's the gaping? Uh, <laughs> who's the anus of the NFL? I assume that most people have gone with the Lions, but I went with the Texans. It is the Texans. I also went with the Texans. I went with the Lions. Went, uh, three people here went with. With the Texans, two went with the Lions. Fair so, enough. Lions are thirty first. Uh, then it is uh, the Jags at thirty, Jets at twenty nine. Uh, what the fuck at twenty eight? Twenty seven is the Dolphins. Twenty six is the Giants. How uh, have people put the Dolphins that high up? They've been an abortion since week on, two. I, I've got the Jets, Jags, Lions, and Texans below the Dolphins. Um, I think that's fair. <laughs> It's basically... I'd rather, I've got the Dolphins at 30. They I'd, are terrible. I'd rather play I the think, Dolphins than the Jets. Yeah, so would really? I. I yes. Think, I think Gary's no. forgotten how bad the, the the Dolphins are. That's why he's got them at 24. I've got the Jets and the Jags 24. above the Dolphins. Now, can I ask you, as we, it has been a recurring theme of this, this cast, who is the Dalton level on average? Who is 16? Steelers uh, are 16. Bron- uh, like the the Broncos. Broncos are 17. Oh, okay. Um, who, the lower Dalton level. Who was the most uh, confused? I guess. Uh, where did we have the biggest difference? Browns, Vikings, Vikings. Ooh. I had them at twenty-one. Uh, I had them very low because I think they're shit. <laughs> so I had them at twenty-seven. 
they but uh, Jim had them at eighteenth. So uh, yeah, some Quite, confusion there. Some 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 difference. But tell yeah. me where the Seahawks ended up because they were the hardest ones for me to place. Seahawks were hard for me. Nineteenth. I had them at eighteen. I, I had them sixteen because next week they get. Russell Wilson and Chris Carson. You can't back. judge this on next week. I'm just going to say, I think they've not been. They're the best three and five team. Yeah, they're not the best three and six team. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. Well, no, they're playing um, the Packers, and the it might not. You know, Rogers might not be back. It's true, because he's a lying bastard. <laughs> so yeah, um, but Russell Wilson. Is look looking like he's going to be back, and looks like Chris Carson uh, could be back as well. And for me personally, for my a my falling like a fucking stone fantasy team, uh, <laughs> if I get Wilson back, it also means I get Lockett back as well because Geno Smith does not pass. Sucks. But yeah, he sucks. <laughs> it was a pass of so, <laughs> Um Next week's games, we'll pick our have a pick of next week's games, and then we'll call it a night because we're. Gone quite long today. Um, well, I, I'm actually looking forward to Browns Patriots. I, I think it it could either be a really narrow, like one point Patriots win, or the Browns will blow the doors off us. But I think it'll be a good game. I, I just, I really do. That's an excellent, excellent litmus test for both teams. Who wants to go next? Whilst I bring up the, the games, Ooh, I will go next. I want to see the Saints at Titans. Oh yes. Uh, this will be a good test of the Titans, but also a good test of the uh, Saints as well. See if that defense can hold up that offense. You don't want to watch Rams run over the 49ers? I literally just looked at that and went, oh my God. There are some turd games next week, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's a poor week, isn't I'd, it? I'd like to see Raiders Chiefs because that's mm. two teams that. Yeah. That could be. That could determine who's coming out of that division. It really could. It absolutely could. I'm going to say uh, Niners. Niners Rams because I just want to see Jim angry again. I'll tell you this as well. If I was the Cowboys, I wouldn't want to necessarily be playing the Falcons after I've just got Ooh, my yeah. ass handed to me. That's that's at, a banana skin game. At, in Atlanta yeah. as well. And as well, I'd like to see the Boncos carry on their momentum. Um, Are they playing the Vikings? Playing Jalen Hurts. They're playing uh, Eagles. Playing Eagles, yeah. So... Yeah, you but know. Don't worry, because the Lions could definitely notch up a win coming off the bike. Oh, they're playing the Steelers. So uh, 151 <sighs> wins for Mike Tomlin. <laughs> but you've got to remember, the Steelers occasionally will just absolutely shit the bed. And like diarrhea. They play down, the bed. don't they? <laughs> but I don't think they can play down enough. Is Mike White going to be back enough to beat the Bills? <laughs> That's what I want to know. This, this is an angry Bills in Buffalo. <laughs> You'd have thought so. Yeah, yeah. no, I think. Um, in a divisional game, I don't think you. I don't think they're going to have a repeat of last week. I, f- I hope not. But yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week for week ten and some of that dross. Um, and uh, yeah, until then, we'll see you later. Bye.